Hello. Welcome to the Fiber Coven podcast. We're here to talk with you about some yarn stuff and some witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Yeah. So right off the bat this week, we don't really have any news and we didn't finish anything. <laughs> We're so great we at get... podcasting. I'm really proud but of us. Hey, at least we showed up. Gold we star did. for we us. Did. Participation trophies for everyone. I did have quite a few whips. Do you? Um, I'll show started. you one. <laughs> I will. So I... Last week, I took all of my avatar colorways. I took one of each for myself, which is eight full stains. And I started off by putting them into my scrappy mitered square blanket. So here's the Fire Nation one that's Zuko and Azula. And that's like a bright, uh, bright red with orange undertones and then like a deep red. And for Earth Kingdom, I have Toph Cookie and Kiyoshi. Toff cookie is a little boogery green and Kyoshi's like a really nice dimensional green. It's one of my favorites for the water tribe. I have Sokka and Katara. Sokka is an icy blue and Katara is a blurple. Both have speckles. And then for the air nomads, I have Aang and Munkyatso. They're, they're both like pumpkin colors. Uh, the lighter one is like the inside of a pumpkin and the darker one is like the outside of a pumpkin. Test of fall gourds. And they look so happy in a little row in my blanket. I like that you put them all in a row like that. They're cute. Yeah, it's bringing me unending joy. And that's like, honestly, the main thing I worked on this week. That's a lot I of knitting. Have, it is. I do have a couple other things. But what have you been making? Uh, so my sister visited me this weekend. Yay. So I did a little bit less knitting than I normally would in a week, I would say. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I did do some knitting. I've been working on my leg warmers because Mm -hmm. they're test knitting and I can't disgracefully let my test knitters be done with them before me. So this is the second one. Look at that. So fluffy. Are they going to be matchy matchy? Yes. Yeah. I always make, uh, the stripes on my leg wears match up. So hope that's the wrong end. I do too, because it's really, I don't, that way I don't have to count rows and be like, oh, at this stripe, I increase or put my heel up. That's one of the reasons why I like to do it too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then the main thing I've been working on is this inauguration shawl, triangle shawl thing. It's so pretty. (gasps) Look at that. So many triangles. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be one big triangle made out of many right triangles. And I'm going to have pictures. I don't know if I'm going to do a video because it's pretty simple, but I'm going to do pictures of of how you do the joining as you go Mm -hmm. um, for all of the It's a lot of ends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can, the dye is, the dye work is really good. Like you can, it, it really does look like the colors of the inauguration. Yeah. I'm on the Amanda Gorman one right now. I know it's so happy and yellow. Yep. Are you trying to put them together? Like, cause there's multiple colors based off of one, uh, inspiration photo. Yes. Or, so all of but the I, colors are paired with their same color for the same person. Are you going to keep the pairs together throughout? Yes. Love it. 
because I am anal retentive like that. Uh, I actually drew, I don't have my iPad next to me, but I drew several versions of the colors and planned out the colors so that they're aesthetically pleasing to me. I might include like a coloring page in the pattern for people who want to also do that. That's really clever. This is why you're the designer. Yeah. So that's been fun. And uh, I have, I think I've made every type of triangle that needs to be made at this point. So now I'm just like knitting. Nice. And this is coming out in time for the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival to be released as part of that. So it's a lot of knitting I have to do. So you're probably just going to see that for the next month is what I'm saying pretty much. It's so fun though. So many triangles. Many triangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to be halfway done with the top when I finish the one I'm on. So it's going to be very wide. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it's going to be less deep than it is wide. So I think it should be a good one. And that's pretty much all I have. Gosh, my little brat here is purring very loudly. Better than my growling one to the yes. right of me. I did a little work on some of my vanilla knitting. Apparently it's bath time in my lap right now. I did a little work on my Oren High School Host Club socks, which is good. I just finished up rewatching the anime because they took it off Netflix. I think I've They're done so about, cute. about since here, since last week. I really only knit on this while I was waiting in line at the car wash. Nice. Which I have to admit, I like going through the car wash because I'm a five-year-old. I like going through the car wash. It's soothing. It is. It is. I'm now going to be rude and check my tracking on my fruits baskets yarn because you should should. do that. And it reminded me that I ordered that. And you saying that reminded me to tell everyone that this is from Hawari Bazaar. Yes. Who does amazing anime inspired stuff. I have a friend who she's the person who got me started watching anime. Um, And I got her started knitting and I was posting about this. She's like, there's an anime yarn club. And I'm like, oh girl, there is. It's great. It hasn't actually been put in the mail yet. So sad face. Mm -hmm. It's funny. That same friend is a veterinarian and uh, we, she asks me like knitting questions all the time. So I figured, and I know you're not supposed to ask doctors, doctor questions, but she asks me knitting questions all the time. So it's, I don't feel guilty about it. She's always like, am I doing something wrong in this pattern? And I'll get like a screenshot of a pattern with a circle around it and blah. And I'll have to like sit there and look it out. I'm like, this is wrong with my dog. Do I have to take him in? (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's a really good two-way street we have. That seems fair. That seems fair. Mm -hmm. I wish, I wish the camera could just like pan down because like he's sitting in my lap, like with a leg, like his little leg is like just beyond the camera. And it's just like full on butthole cleaning time right here. But I actually, this week, I, I know it's very important. I dug out my Nell tunic and I did oh, a yeah. work on that. I haven't touched it in a long time because I've been naughty. I just did. I'm to the, the body now. So it's just stockinette all the way around with like a little bit of interest, but like, it's so lovely and springy. I want to be wearing this mm-hmm. at this point. It's definitely a product knit and not a process knit. I don't know why there's nothing wrong with the process. I just have other things that are uh, more exciting to me, but here is my promise to you and to the public. So you can keep me accountable. So I'm going to finish this this month by the end of April. This is April 1st today. It is. By the end of April, I will be wearing this gorgeous top, this oversized tunic. 
that I am knitting an Essence of Autumn Prairie Sock base on the spring and autumn. If you finish it by the time I come visit, I could take the FO pictures for you. Well, hopefully, because you won't be coming until May. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, indeedy. We will frolic about wearing lots of knitwear. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And that's all I've been working on. It's cat butthole cleaning time. Ash is cleaning her butthole on top of the soundboard. Yes, we're clearly on a vibe today. For those who are listening and not watching, we're both wearing red lipstick and a blue shawl, and both of our cat holes are cleaning their butt holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I call them cat holes? You did. I like it. <laughs> Good. That wasn't deliberate. I'm glad it was actually funny. It was. <laughs> <laughs> did you acquire anything this week, dear Emily? I did. I acquired many things. So many things. My sister came to visit me. So we Mm -hmm. had to go to all the cute little local shops. Mm -hmm. Hashtag shop local. So I I have many things. (laughs) So we, my sister also likes crystals. So we went to Sunstones and got some crystals. Um, Mm -hmm. I got this praiseolite tower. It's like the faintest green. Yeah. It's a very like faint mint green. uh, It's beautiful. Yeah. So we got this. Mm -hmm. So we got matching towers with that because we both liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I also got the, this shop had like amazing prices. I hadn't been there before. We actually just randomly happened upon it going to the bookstore. And I got this little cute mm. quartz points. And this was $3, which wow. is so cheap because this, I mean, it's super clear, nice quartz. So mm-hmm. I got that. I got this cool fossilized something egg. Egg. For a pocket rock. I got, <coughs> oh, bless you. I got this tiny piece of real citrine because I didn't have any nice. actual citrine. I had fake citrine. Mm-hmm. I got this really cute little smoky quartz drop. Ooh, very smoky. Is that- rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last pocket rock and last rock is this. Uh, amethyst and it's actually a super Ooh. seven worry stone so it has like a little divot so you can like rub mm-hmm. your thumb on it in your pocket and i like it for that i've had it nice. in my pocket all the time it's very fun to mess with that's great yep so that's my little rock collection nice what else did you get we were going to the bookstore on um, when we happened upon the rock store so i got a book and it's the witch's oh, wheel yeah. of the year you posted about that Yes, by Andrew Kiernan. And this is her new book. And I have her other two books and really enjoy them as beginner witch books. So this one's all about different Wiccan holidays, basically. I might have to get that. That looks good. Yeah, I really like her book. She specifically writes them from a secular perspective. So it mm-hmm. like references the Wicca stuff, but it like gives you all different alternatives. And it's really nice. And she takes all of her own photos. And they're really pretty. So, yeah, it has all different uh, rituals, different ideas for, like, spells to do, different, like, food to make and stuff for all the different holidays. So I'm really excited about this. I haven't started reading it yet because I've been on a crunch to finish a really long library book in the (laughs) uh, library's allotted time, which I did do and we will talk about in office hours if you want to hear me. Uh, rant about a quart of silver flames oh uh, no <laughs> yeah but I am gonna start reading this probably tonight so I'm excited nice mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I discovered my local bookstore has a whole witch bookshelf. That's like that's so all, cool. and they have the moon bath book and the moon magic book and stuff. So that is exciting. Nice. And I'm not done <laughs> with stuff yet. <laughs> we uh, also went to this place called Logan Street Market, which is, it's kind of like a Chelsea market. It's like an indoor market. There's like a meat vendor and there's a little bodega in there and there's the bubble tea shops in there. There's all sorts of fun stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they specifically do like startup businesses. So it's like a place where food people can get a business started um, without having to have like a big upfront storefront cost but there is a witch shop in there called the bluegrass witch and she actually recently upgraded to like a double wide booth upstairs Mm -hmm. uh which is fancy so i went there and i got the world's tiniest little bottle of lab of uh vanilla essential oil (laughs) that is so tiny so i mostly got it because it was so small (laughs) and i got you a present there so I won't show you that because it's a secret. Uh, and I got a cute little candle holder, but it's kind of like hiding on my desk. It's a little like a uh, mercury glass looking nice. like, tea, tea light holder. Yes. And then also while we were there, they have like artisan vendors having booths on the weekends. So there was a pottery person there and I got this really cute frog dish. Oh, it's a frog. It's a frog. <laughs> this it's is so cute. A little handmade pottery dish with gle- green glaze. And there's a little tiny frog on the side. And I really like him. It's um, really precious. I got it to put like tea bags and stuff in um, mm-hmm. when I'm done with the tea bag. But also I stuck all my crystals in here to chat about it. And they looked very cute in there. So I love it. Who doesn't always need a little notion stray? Yeah, she also had mugs with the frogs on them and they were right on the handle and they're like a really good little like thumb holder. So I might need frog mugs too. We'll see. Frog mugs. Mm -hmm. I have too many mugs. Yeah. Yes. And then the last stuff that I got, I wanted a new sketchbook for fountain pen stuff because I've been trying to draw with fountain pens. So I just got this mixed media book. It has thicker paper so that Mm -hmm. the fountain pens won't run through as much and while we were there I got a watercolor paper block because Mm -hmm. I've been like I should paint something so we'll see if I paint something (laughs) and uh, also this really tiny little sketchbook for mixed media to do tiny little pen drawings in on the go because tiny yes so tiny is cute yep so that was all my treasures treasure mm-hmm. I only got one little thing this week and it is yarn to be related I was at my local yarn shop Nitsa Nuts Tahoe and I needed some more bell cozies so I got these cute little ones with colored stars on them I really like these because they help keep you from getting yarn barf just kind of keep your cakes nice and tidy but you could totally use an old sock clean mm-hmm. sock if you wanted to do this for free, but I like giving my local yarn shop money. So I got these. Those are cute. I am weird and I pull my yarn from the outside of my cakes. So you're not weird. Lots of people do that. I get shamed for doing that. By who? (laughs) Oh, you know, people. (laughs) Oh, I mean, 
some people like I understand that there's discourse on the way I mean I have very strong opinions on the way toilet paper should be hung but like I realize there's valid reasons for doing it the way opposite way than I do it yeah I I I guess not as much but people assume that I don't know that you can pull it from the center (laughs) has happened to me a couple times (laughs) I'm like I know I just don't like it I don't like when it's all floppy at the ends and I mm-hmm. keep all of my scraps in a thing and I don't want to have to rewind it. So that's why I pull from the outside. And also, too, if you pull from the outside, it lays flat mm-hmm. and it doesn't like move around on you mm-hmm. as much. Yes. So, And you'll never get yarn barf if you pull from the outside. There's lots of valid reasons. Yeah. Cool. Well, that takes us right into a cult corner. And we are continuing our um, little theme of talking about color symbolism. And we are on to green, Green. which is very fitting as spring is springing. We just passed the uh, spring equinox recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in witchcraft and modern paganism stuff, green is, ooh, you have a green candle. Look at you with your festive props. I know this is from my local grocery store. I got it in where you can buy the Virgin Mary candles. Nice. Um, So green is often associated with prosperity and money, uh, especially here in the US of A, because our money is green. Capitalism. Uh, (laughs) Also (laughs) associated with luck, new beginnings and growth. Yeah, and just my little offhand research this morning, it does seem across various cultures that, you know, green is the color of new growth. Plants are green. <laughs> Plants are green. Mm-hmm. For sure. But in um, ancient Egypt, it, the green paints came from the stone malachite, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And green is also the symbol of rebirth, like color for rebirth in Egyptian mythology. And that's why. Osiris is either painted with a black face or a green face because he is their god that died and came back to life. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know if we talked about it earlier, but black in Egyptian culture is is also a color of fertility because it's the black silty soil of the Nile. Mm -hmm. I think we talked Um, about that with either red. Red. Yeah, yeah, red. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because red is the desert. Black Mm -hmm. is the soil around the Nile but like Osiris died and he has was cut up in lots of little pieces and his body was in the Nile and his lady found all the pieces and put them back together and he came back to life well all the pieces minus one guess which one (laughs) (laughs) but um because he died and came back to life as so many deities have it is not an original thing to any religion um He's either painted with the black being like the fertile soil or green as in the actual rebirth. Cool. And Osiris is the god of the underworld. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So part of the reason why we associate it with uh, new beginnings and growth is because of chlorophyll, uh, which is the chemical that plants use to photosynthesize. And a huge majority of plants are green <laughs> as a result of that. So yay it makes us think of spring because of that um there are a lot of minerals that also have a green color um Mm -hmm. which may be part of the reason why it's associated with prosperity also like growing plants are associated with prosperity but emerald Mm -hmm. uh is a green mineral malachite you already mentioned but also and jade yes and jade 
And also too, like, because green is plants, plants are of the earth. It often relates to the earth element. And then, but in your earthly comfort is based off of money in modern mm-hmm. times too. So that's probably the association with like the earthly elements and finances as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw uh, in early modern Europe, green was associated with wealth, merchants, bakers, and the gentry. And that is why the Mona Lisa is wearing green. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's super neat. Because she was not noble. She was just a rich person. That's cool. What other things about green? Uh, so a duality of green is that it is also has some negative associations like jealousy mm-hmm. uh, and envy. Uh, the green-eyed monster was a phrase coined by Shakespeare, mm-hmm. talking about jealousy. And also, in, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> I was going to say in Disney, there's the trope of every villain having lime green like background in like environmental or smoke green or flames. Like- Green flames, lots of green around Disney villains. Yes. And in Chinese, the term for cuckold, like the literal English translation of it is to wear a green hat. Mm -hmm. Um, Because in ancient China, uh, prostitutes were called the family of the green lantern and a prostitute's family would wear a green headscarf. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Other interesting associations. That is so fascinating. I think it's really, I was just thinking about color symbolism, like in literature and stuff. So the first thing that pops into my head is the great Gatsby and Mm -hmm. like the green light in green gat in the great Gatsby really encompasses all that we've talked about. Now there's obviously like money and wealth, but also like the jealousy and longing thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, just, just, oh, it's a good book. It's got a lot of got a lot of things going on lots of color symbolism in that book eat the rich (laughs) (laughs) another negative association that we have with green is toxicity and poison we think about green and the reason for that is probably because a lot of popular paints and pigments in the 1800s through the early 1900s uh that were poisonous were green Mm mm-hmm Yes. Uh, and also absinthe, the green fairy. Um, mm-hmm. The associations with absinthe making you crazy are actually from the lead bottles that it came in. Uh, so this is kind of a myth, but there's some association with green, like being poisonous because of that. Another like link to the poison or toxins thing is that brightly colored, like animals that are poisonous or toxic will have bright colors, one of which is green. It's certainly not the only one, but green is one of those colors that the frogs you shouldn't eat are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you really shouldn't eat. There's there's very few frogs that are good for eating. Yeah. Unless you're French. I'm so sorry. Frog legs. I have eaten frog legs. They're have you good. Ever eaten frog? Yeah, they're yummy. Yeah, they're okay. Fry anything and it's delicious. <laughs> That's a good point. I have some phrases that involve the word green. Oh, yes. Uh, so having a green thumb. Mm, that's a and, lovely one. Uh, Wikipedia tells me that uh, British people say green fingers as opposed to green thumb, which I didn't realize that they had a difference. A hmm. uh, different one. But that is, of course, growing, being good at growing plants. Mm-hmm. Um, green horn. Mm-hmm. Someone who's inexperienced. A uh, fresh green shoot. Yes. Yeah. 
we already talked about uh, Green Eyed Monster. Uh, mm-hmm. And the green room is like where you get ready uh, backstage. And I found out that that uh, phrase originates from a room at the Theatre Royal Drury Lane in London because the room where you got ready was green. Hmm. Cool. I wonder how that all translated into green being the color for go on the stop signs or stoplights. Yeah, I thought that that was interesting, too. Um, I saw that green makes us think of safety um, because of the stoplight. So that's kind of like maybe it's because green, like the new beginning thing, like go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you're right. If green is safety, like what's more safe than like lush, happy plants? It's safe to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably it. Um, I also saw another green safety meaning uh, green cards in the United States. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so many different things about green. green. I have to say, green is my favorite color to dye. Oh, nice. I don't know why. I just do lots and lots of greens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, of course, there's a whole kind of pagan witchy god, the green man. Ooh. Um, yes. Who Not is... to be confused with, it's always sunny in Philadelphia's green man. Yes. No, different <laughs> green man. Uh, the green man is the... Uh, representation of a face that's like made of leaves Mm -hmm. um and actually comes up in several different cultures so yeah nice i figure most cultures do have something that's like some sort of deity around fresh green growing things yep it's a Mm -hmm. thing seasons (sighs) indeed that's what i had about green nice i guess that's a good little discussion on the color symbolism of green Mm -hmm. what what a fun little Fun little week we have here so far. Our guest that takes us into our promo, which you had a little bit of, Emily. I do. Um, So we have entered April, which means we're in quarter two of 2021, which is crazy. I don't know how that is happening so quickly. But because we are done with quarter one, I have uh, updated the uh ravelry listing for the power of the full moon spell pouches uh to include photos of all of the spell pouches so if you are a person who can't handle the mystery of mystery knit alongs you can go look at them and see if you like them Uh, i have also put the pattern pdfs up for sale on payhip so if you are not using ravelry you can get the three spell pouch patterns for wolf moon snow moon and worm moon uh on pay hip now and uh, all three patterns are available in a bundle for six bucks great so two bucks a pattern fantastic mm-hmm. and yeah. like emily was saying you can find her stuff on ravelry and pay hip tell yes. us tell us more about the locations we can find you First, I'm going to mention that if you want to join in for the Power of the Full Moon Club Mystery Knit Along uh, Quarter 2, I do have that listing available on my Ravelry. The pattern for April is not up yet, but you get an info page with all of the information about the MCAL, and uh, you will automatically get each new PDF as they come out for April, May, and June. Uh, so if you want to get in on that, do that. If you are not using Ravelry, you can send me an email and I'll set you up with a PayPal situation and email you the PDFs. That's also an option. But yeah, I can't do the MCAL as they're coming out on PayHip. It doesn't work. But anyway, you can find me 
on Ravelry as Kitty with a Cupcake. You can find me on PayHip as Kitty with a Cupcake. And you can find me on Instagram as Kitty with a Cupcake. Excellent. And then if you're looking to buy any of my yarn, you can find me at Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy and Valkyrie underscore fibers on Instagram. We are findable together everywhere as Fiber Coven. And you can find our show notes on our Patreon and FiberCoven.com. And you can see our Instagram is FiberCoven. And we would love to have you check out any of those platforms. And if you enjoy what you're listening to on whatever platform you're enjoying us on, please give us a nice review. We would be eternally grateful. Yes, please. Hooray. Well, until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.